0: What is up, Goal Line listeners? We are back in the middle of a Monday night football doubleheader, bringing you the latest episode of the Goal Line Podcast, the best football show on the internet. Jordan, what's going on, man?
1: Yeah, just uh, enjoying what should be a weekly thing. I think. I, I think they should just do a doubleheader every Monday night. This is great. Uh, the games themselves not great, but I mean, it's so great that they're doing two games on Monday night.
0: I kind of like how they did it earlier this season with the staggered start. I'd prefer that over like both games going out at the same time. Remember, at the start of the season, it was like you, you know the first game would start like forty-five minutes before the other one because then you're not having this situation where you know both games are hitting halftime, both games ending at the same time. I kind of dig that, but I do like having just having options on Monday night. Dude, last thing you want to do is be stuck with just a shit game on Monday night.
1: Yeah, the the staggered start times were way better than this, but. I'm still not going to complain, dude. It's uh, it's great either way. So, yeah, I hope they continue yeah. to experiment with this.
0: Yeah, more football is a good thing. Uh, this is a uh, slightly special edition of the goal line. I'm recording from Texas, actually. I'm down here for work. So I'm in the, uh, the La Quinta Inn in Fort Worth uh, recording tonight. Jordan told me before the the show started this was the best i've ever sounded you know usually we're dealing with our holler net out there in the sticks in tennessee so i don't know man i'm thinking about maybe just every monday night the rest of football season driving into memphis and renting a hotel room to record the pod what do you think i think it's a great idea i think uh you've never sounded better and i think that it would really enhance the show (laughs) i'll run it by sheena when i get home we'll see if we can get her to buy off on it man anything else new with you dude not really man just uh work and count down the days
1: of christmas really i mean two weeks away yeah that's really it
0: all right you ready to get into some football let's do it oh first botch of the night drink to that Let's mania. let's do that one again are you ready to get into some football let's go
1: This was not my intention to start with this because, honestly, I wasn't planning on it, but after listening to all the talk for the last 24 hours, I think we have to start with it. The <laughs> Chiefs debacle last night with the offensive offsides. I I don't care where you lay on this, whatever side of the coin you land on, but, dude, there's no way anybody can defend what the Chiefs did last night, Mahomes especially, you do not do that no matter what. Josh Allen goes up to dap him, and he's still complaining about a call that was actually the right call. It wasn't even controversial is the worst part. I'm sorry, man. As many times as Josh Allen's had to walk off that field in disappointment and always acted like a professional just for Mahomes to do that, I don't know, man. Kind of lost a little bit of respect for him last night, and I'm losing a lot of respect for Chiefs fans today with all the complaining. That That's not why you lost, dude. Like. You you guys are not good right now. And it's
0: you were held to less than twenty points, man. Defense did again. his job, held one of the most high powered offenses in the league to 20. And they still lost. You know, that's that's three out of four games lost for the uh the Chiefs and probably it back a little bit further than that for the, the slump that they're in right now. Uh and, and they just don't know how to act, man. Yeah, it was last week I think they definitely got hosed by the refs on that um that late pass interference on that deep ball to Montez Valdez Scantling. Uh, against the packers but this one i mean dude it wasn't even close it wasn't even like that you know it wasn't like Kadarius tony was a couple inches across the line of scrimmage or whatever uh i mean if you go back and watch those free streams he was damn near a a yard off off sides um if you know if he was a toe across the line of scrimmage maybe i'd be frustrated like you know because you really you don't see um offensive offsides called very often Mostly just because it's the absolute easiest penalty to avoid, Uh, but it was just nonsense that they were complaining about the refs calling it. Basically, they were saying the refs should have just given them that play, like they should have just picked up the flag and not called it. I get it; it was an amazing play. Would have been, you know, a strong contender for for play of the year if it would have counted, but it didn't, dude. He was lined up offsides, man. Like they said, it's pee wee shit, dude. Um, so yeah, it was just it was comical to me, man. I think he just, I, I think these guys. It's the first time they faced adversity like this. Mm-hmm. Um, where just you know, a, a straight up slump, we've seen them lose before, but it's almost always been you know, conference championship, Super Bowl type situation. We haven't seen them since Mahomes has been the starter, just straight up struggling in the regular season, and clearly, uh, they got some work to do before playoff time.
1: Yeah, it's, <clears throat> I mean, I get being mad about it, like, dude, I, there's, there's no reason not to be upset, but like I said, it, it wasn't a controversial call, and Honestly, man, if anybody's gonna complain, it should not be Chiefs fans. They have been on the they've been the beneficiary (laughs) of some uh, really questionable calls over the last five years. So I don't know, man. It's just I get it. Officiating has been god awful this year. It it has like there's no hiding it. It it has been the worst it's ever been. Uh, But I mean, this one, I don't know, man. I just. There's bigger fish to fry. Like That's not why they lost. They had three more plays to get a first down. And they couldn't do it. Because why? Because like I've been saying all season, outside of Kelsey, who do they have that you're scared is going to beat them? Kadarius Tony didn't even get back in the game after that play, which he shouldn't have. I mean, the only other guy that they got that's even remotely good is Rasheed Rice. The rest of those guys are just – they're in trouble, man. I, I, I said it about a month ago. I did not think that – they were firing all, on all cylinders, and I still don't, dude. I I think there's a chance they lose that division. Honestly, I mean, their last four games are pretty. was easy, coming easy, on strong, man. But they got four easy games down the stretch. Is the only thing. I mean, they they don't play anybody worth a damn yeah. down the stretch. So we'll see. I mean, it's still <clears throat> still four weeks to go. So you never know what can happen. But not a good look for them.
0: All right. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Tony get cut this week, man. Just uh just to send a message to the rest of that wide receiver group. Oh Why, man? Like, I mean, dude, this dude probably cost <laughs> you the game against the Lions and probably cost you the game against the Bills. Cause even a, you know, taking away the lateral dude, if he just stays on sides and is not a factor in that play, the Chiefs would have been in field goal position to at least tie it up with plenty of time left.
1: Didn't he cost them another game other than the Lions game as well? I thought he cost... I thought this was the third game he's cost them now.
0: Scantling well. dropped that deep ball against the Eagles that would have won it for him, but uh, yeah, I can't remember if Tony cost him another one or not. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he did.
1: All right. Yeah. Let's move to... I feel like this is actually the top story of the week. I know we started with the Chiefs, but, dude, Joe Flacco. I mean... i i don't know where else you go with this after what he did yesterday like Stu was on the couch two weeks ago he didn't look bad against the rams and then yesterday he lit the jaguars up i mean it
0: (laughs) dude hats off to the dude that's prime joe flacco dude it could have been it could have been 2014 dude you know what i mean like he looked he was on point
1: yeah um and I've been saying, man, as if the Browns can get anything out of the quarterback position, that team is dangerous. Um, man, I don't know how Ste- Kevin Stefanski's not in the coach of the year conversation. They've lost like seven starters this year to injuries. I think they've lost two or three offensive linemen. Obviously, their best player, Nick Chubb, is not playing. Um, well, offensive player. Um, and they've lost a couple of defensive guys. Like, dude, Stefanski's doing a great job with the hand they're being dealt. Um, I don't know, man. It's weird seeing Flacco do something good in a in a different uniform. I guess. I mean the the Jets years and stuff like that. It wasn't anything great, but this is. It, it's weird watching him be in a Browns uniform and winning games. So good for him, though.
0: Could you imagine if we get a Browns Ravens playoff matchup?
1: Lord help the Ravens.
0: <laughs> um
1: all right, let's go to something not good. Um should we just push the NFC South into the ocean and just w- watch them all drown cuz it, it, this is getting to the point of pure embarrassment. Falcons just keep giving games just, away. I just I dude, the Falcons should literally have 10 wins right now and instead they're sitting at 6 and 7. I just I got nothing for them anymore, man. It's just fucking pathetic.
0: It's been very bad, yeah. I, I wonder how many signatures we could get on a petition to just take that division championship playoff spot and create an extra wild card. You know, e- up to either conference. The best team, NFC, AFC, outside of the NFC South can uh, can get that last playoff spot because, yeah, it's been bad. Atlanta, I think's definitely got the, the highest peak of all four teams. The Saints have probably kind of been the most consistent not that they've ever been the best but i kind of felt like they're they're the saints are like the they're the most like you know the, you kind of know what you're getting from them week to week they're the falcons got like a nice jekyll and hyde act same thing with the bucks man the bucks bucks don't got a ton of talent but they can come up and, and bite you every once in a while and then obviously you know the panthers suck so i don't know dude one of these teams i the falcons are still probably the team i would least want to face out of these three And the in the playoffs, but it's it's definitely in the mix for the worst division that we've had since we went to the uh the 8 division uh lineup back in 2002. It's bad. It's definitely not good. Um
1: speaking of not good, we'll we'll talk about two teams here. The Lions are kind of I don't know, man, they're just they're floundering down the stretch. I don't – we're going to talk about two teams, like I said, Lions first and then the Eagles. The Lions, I think this is closer to who they actually are. They're going to lose some games they shouldn't lose, and but they'll be in every game. Um, I still think they make the playoffs, and I still think it's possible they lose first round now, now though. I just – I don't get the same feeling watching them as I did a month ago. They just – they kind of seem like they've lost a little bit of their momentum. The Eagles, I think this is just a classic case of the hardest schedule in the NFL finally catching up with you. Um, Jalen Hurts does not look completely healthy either. That's probably not helping. But, I mean, last night they fumbled three times in Dallas territory and lost by 20 points. Like, I mean, their defense is just pathetic, too, though. it's That is not the team that I thought they were, but... I mean, they could easily rebound and still end up going to the Super Bowl. I could see it, but not looking good for
0: them. I think it's and- just a slump, man. I think I think they're fatigued. They've had a ridiculously, and it's been our you know a tough schedule all year long, and they've been on a ridiculous stretch these last four or five weeks. I think it's just some fatigue, man. I think you know a couple guys, couple guys get back fully healthy, and you know catch a couple cupcakes on the schedule that they'll be right back at it. But the problem is their road. To the Super Bowl could get significantly harder. I mean, as of now, San Francisco controls their own destiny. If they went out, the playoffs are going to run through San Fran. Um, and that's not going to be easy for them. We already know that San Francisco is a tough matchup for the Eagles. And if they are, if that doesn't end up being the rematch from last year, I think you want that game in Philly. Oh, 100%. Um, the other thing is, too, like they
1: have had so many basically primetime games in a row now. Like, I think it's it's definitely starting to wear on them and they got another one next Monday night. Dude, if they beat Seattle though, they close with giants, Arizona giants, they being Philadelphia. So, I mean, they, they definitely have the schedule the favorable schedule to do um, to win out. The 49ers have at Arizona Baltimore at home on Christmas night, which is going to be a banger of a game uh, at Washington and then the Rams at home. Dallas has the, one of the most brutal schedules I've seen. Closing out the season, they got this week. They're at Buffalo, then at Miami, then home versus Detroit, and then
0: at Washington to close it out. So this thing's far from decided. Yeah, that's rough. That uh, yeah, that Christmas night game is going to be huge. You know, assuming that they both keep winning up till that point, honestly, that's probably going to clinch home field advantage for either the NFC or the AFC. So. That's going to be an absolute treat for us on uh, on Christmas evening. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Um,
1: let's talk about let's talk about the Bengals. Um, dude, th- I think this team is just yeah. has so much talent on it that even bringing in Jake Browning, who I'm not saying is a bad quarterback, he's an average quarterback, um, good college quarterback, but nobody is expecting him to come out there and do this, dude. I I've ripped on Zach Taylor a lot, but I mean the offense they're running with Jake Browning, and it doesn't look much different than the offense they were running with Joe Burrow in it. So, I mean, hats off to them they're they're playing good football, and Browning's balling. So, I don't know, man. It, this is a this is a weird stretch for them because, dude, who who expected them to be playing this well without
0: Burrow? You said. He's an average QB, dude. I think Brownies look pretty dang good in the little bit of action I've seen, man. I think they may have actually found something there. Um, you know, maybe, maybe worth the team taking a fire on him, getting a high draft pick next season. Uh, obviously, with a guy like Joe Burrow, I think you definitely want to have a good backup like that, though. But, yeah, the Bengals look like they – the Bengals and Browns, man, are both resurgent. Look like they still got some life in them. And I've heard some rumblings that there's a, at least an outside chance Joe Burrow could come back if, like, you know, maybe second round of the playoffs if the Bengals could get that far.
1: Yeah. It's going to, it's going to take some doing in the AFC. Like the AFC playoff picture is, I mean, there's six teams that are seven and six right now. Bengals being one of them, the bills are in there. The biggest problem for the Bengals is they are zero four in their division and three and six versus their conference. So yeah, they're not winning any tiebreakers. Yeah. That's not going to be good. And I think it's going to end up coming down to tiebreakers on who makes it at the end of the year. I mean, Shit, ten. It's probably gonna take ten wins to get you in. So you got to win three of the last four. The Bengals last four games. Uh, you got Minnesota at home this week. Definitely win a bull. Then they got to go to Pittsburgh. That's always a tough game. They got to go to Kansas City, and then they got Cleveland at home, who they nearly never tough beat. Stretch,
0: man, so yeah, it's a tough stretch. They got a
1: brutal one. Buffalo. <laughs> I mean. Buffalo's got Dallas at home this weekend, then got to go to the Chargers, New England at home, and then at Miami. So maybe it won't be 10 wins. Maybe there'll be nine, man. I, I I don't see the Steelers winning a whole lot more games after what we saw on Thursday night. But No, they look horrible. Anything can happen, man. It's the NFL, and after watching the games yesterday, it's never been more evident that there is some top-heavy teams, but the rest of the
0: NFL is pretty mediocre. Got anything else to say about that, or are you good? No, I'm with you, man. Yeah, I was looking at the playoff picture last night, and like you said, the AFC, it's crazy. Like The battle for the, those wildcard spots is going to be insane.
1: Agreed. Um, we'll move into the race for number one. So, I, I think it's pretty clear that Carolina is either going to win <laughs> yeah. no more games. I think games. the Bears
0: are getting it, courtesy of the, the Panthers. They look horrible, man. Dude, all right, so here's what I read yesterday
1: and I I talked about this a couple of weeks ago like I will say fields has looked a hundred times better in the last month than he did prior to that dude do you pass on a quarterback again though with a with the number one pick like man I you just dude teams just don't get gifted number one picks back to back years and pass on quarterbacks in both I mean C.J. Stroud looks like an absolute star. I still think Caleb Williams is going to end up being the best quarterback of the bunch of the last two years. I, I think that kid's going to be really good.
0: Um, so, I don't know, man. They gotta- I think it's uh, – so, one, we got to see if the Bears are going to stick with this coaching staff, which they've – the Bears have shown some serious improvement since the first month of the season. Yeah. Um, so, I think – I I think if you trust the the coach and GM you got there, you let them make the call, man. Like they know Fields better than anybody. They're, obviously they're gonna they're gonna break down the tape of the top prospects. And I think you just make a call on it, man. Is it worth drafting one of these guys or trading back and getting a stockpile of picks? Now there's nothing costlier to a franchise than than missing out on um you know, on a franchise guy. Just look at all the teams that passed on Patrick Mahomes back in two thousand and uh in seventeen. Um there's nothing costlier than that, but I don't know, dude. As good as good as um, some of these QBs are coming out, dude. I really like what I've seen out of out of Justin Fields, man. Down the stretch here, I think it's just going to be up to whoever, whatever leadership the Bears put in place to, to to make the call on that, man. I don't think it's a lock that they take a QB though. I think you, no. I, I think the fan base would buy off on rolling with Fields and you know uh, a freaking bounty of talent that you bring in if you do trade that that number one pick again.
1: Here's the only thing I worry about for the Bears. Like, let's just say that they they make another trade. I think New England's going to be the team that trades up to one. I I know they're at two, but I just think that they have to hit on a quarterback this year. So I think that's the team you're going to look at that's going to trade up. I mean, dude, the rest of the top five, Arizona's not trading up for a quarterback right now. Washington, damn sure ain't trading up for a quarterback. The Giants, maybe Tennessee they got the
0: passing pies on. Tennessee,
1: dude, Tennessee can't keep drafting quarterbacks every single
0: year, is the problem. Like, they gotta got to stick with it. I think the Titans got a quarterback, man. Will Levis is, I think Will Levis is at least the guy for, you know, at least another season. See what you got. Well, here's
1: the rest of the top 10. You got Chicago again. Obviously, not. Uh, Vegas.
0: Maybe. Jets. Uh, probably not. Chargers. Like Rodgers coming back. No,
1: so like atlanta's 11 right now they
0: definitely need a quarterback but i can't see atlanta paying the rants a lot i don't know how you go from 11 yeah moving from 11 to one that take your whole damn draft that still might not be enough
1: so i read something today that um they're throwing out like hypotheticals new england obviously wouldn't take as much it would probably take this year's first next year's first and maybe a third this year to move up one spot yeah but a team like Vegas, they were talking about today, what would it take realistically to move up? And some Bears fan, dude, Bears fans are unrealistic about like what they can get because the Panthers over. Max
0: Crosby, Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. Devontae Adams. No, 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 three
1: just stop at Max Crosby. So they thought <laughs> there was a Bears fan posting, they did fleece the Panthers last year. They're not going to just keep fleecing everybody. There was a pack or a Bears fan that said they thought they could get three first round draft picks, Max Crosby, and the next two second round picks to trade up to one. I'm like, dude, if you guys get Max Crosby, one first round pick is enough on that basis. Like Max Crosby basically is a
0: top ten pick at this point. So I don't know. I mean, I think that's a bad trade, but I don't know if it's unrealistic. This is the Raiders we're talking about they're not exactly like the picture of stability when it comes to you know running an NFL franchise
1: I could easily see everybody just calling the Bears bluff too and being like yeah we're not paying it because New England's taking a quarterback at two no matter who it is they're taking a QB yeah um but I could easily see everybody just calling the Bears bluff and being like okay go ahead and take a quarterback and I don't think the Bears are gonna do it I mean I end up. I think they end up with uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and probably one of the
0: offensive linemen. I would, I would imagine, or defensive linemen something. I don't know. But so, what do you think they'd get if they just traded Justin Fields? Man, would the Falcons trade the number eleven pick for Justin Fields?
1: No, it would be a second round pick. There's, there's no way they're getting a, a you one. Don't,
0: if he, if he finishes, if he keeps, you know, if he plays out the last month, like he's played the last month, you don't think you could get a first round, a, a mid to late first round pick for Justin Fields? A
1: mid, yeah. But I mean, the Falcons are borderline top 10 right now. Like, I don't think I'd trade a a top 10 pick for Justin Fields right now, especially if you know the Bears are just trying to unload unload him because they're drafting a quarterback. Again, what leverage are the Bears going to have in a trade
0: like that? Like, well, because if you don't trade for him, somebody else is, and you need a quarterback. And I would say number 11 pick, that's probably, you know, that's probably a cunt hair too steep, but. The difference is that number eleven at number eleven, you're rolling the dice, right? There's absolutely no guarantees what you're going to get the number eleven pick. Now, you know if you if you scattered it out, if your front office is done what they're supposed to, you, typically you should be getting a, a player that's going to start for you for a long time. But you're rolling the dice. You know what you're getting with Justin Fields, man. If Justin Fields was the quarterback for the Falcons this year, what's their record right now, dude? They're probably sitting at you know nine and four, I think at Whoa, least. Dude. hold on, hold um,
1: on. Is Arthur Smith still the coach?
0: <laughs> yeah okay you're, you're right you're so maybe they only a one more win. pretty
1: but. large wild card out of this like as long as fields the coach we got problems or as long as Smith's i, I the don't coach.
0: know <laughs> well let's not worry about the record i will say if justin fields is their quarterback i think they run away with this division man. they're more think, exciting uh, i'll give you that yeah yeah i so i don't know man i i think i think that might be a play also man i think maybe they trade justin fields instead of trading the pick um yeah We'll see. That's I don't just, know. It's going to be interesting. If, if They're they, going to have options, which is the best thing you can hope for in the NFL. The only problem
1: is if they get fields, that's just another guy to take away carries from Bijan, and Arthur Smith has proven it doesn't take much for him to take carries away from Bijan. Dude, I wasn't going to dwell on the Falcons, but Jesus Christ, Bijan had 10 carries yesterday and five catches. 15 touches for a guy you drafted in the top 10. Like... And you got Ritter throwing the ball 40 times. That was a two point game for like 15 minutes. And they they just kept throwing. I just. God, I hate this fucking team. Let it out. No, I'm not going to let it out. I just, this team is the most annoying team I've ever watched. It's they have way too much talent to be six and seven. There's no way this team should be six and seven. They're just wasting a defense. That's keeping them in every game. I don't, I just don't get what they're doing, man. It's just fucking stupid. Anyway, uh, you want to do playoff picture? or Do you think we've kind of ran through it already with our topics?
0: Uh, yeah, maybe we maybe we bring the playoff picture back next week because we still got two games going on. So I think we'll have a little bit better idea what we're looking at this time next week. So, right. and it hasn't changed a ton from last week aside from the Eagles um, stumbling and the 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 Niners moving into the one spot, which I think you know we already had the Niners going real far anyways. Um, you want to get into picks? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Bridge all, trouble water. all right, we'll get some live picks right now. We got two, you know, low scoring but exciting games so far with the uh, Titans and Dolphins tied at 10 and the Giants beating the Packers fourteen to ten right now. Both games in the third quarter. Uh, how you see this one playing out, man? Where, who who are you going with? I, I think Titans are going to get the win, dude. I think it's an honor. You know, R.I.P. Frank Wycheck, legendary Titans tight end, passed away over the weekend. I think they're going to get it done for old Frank. I think Titans win. And I think the Packers come back and win. Um,
1: dude, this would be a really bad loss for the Dolphins. So for that sake, I'll, I'll say the Dolphins win. I. I mean, it's gonna take a lot for him to win at this point without Tyreek. But I still think they got enough talent to win. And Tennessee is just a dumpster fire on offense. So we'll offensive
0: line just horrible. Let, let's let's be specific, dude. They got a good young QB. Their offensive line is just trash, man. Like you, they're just showing highlight reels of all the sacks he's already avoided tonight, man. Dude's it, him and Derek Henry they're looking at a freaking team picture, dude. Every time they uh, as soon as the ball's hiked, man. Yeah, um, and then,
1: yeah, I think the Packers have to win this game. Also, they got a 16-game December win streak on the line in this game. They won the last 16 December games. The
0: Packers have? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Uh, Lafleur has never lost as a head coach in December. That is pretty wild. We got a nice shot of uh, Mike Brable's dip can going on right now in the Titans-Dolphins game if you're watching. Got to love that. You know the NFL is digging that one. Giants
1: just muffed a punt. Packers got the ball at the like 20 yard line. I love a good muff. Everybody does. Um, All right. How did
0: we do last week on picks?
1: <laughs> I mean, we, we only had one different game, but a, a little peek behind the curtain. Me and you both started one and six this last week. So, solid if start. If you
0: listen to the goal line, you're getting nothing but straight expertise. <laughs>
1: uh, so, uh, going into the night, you are seven and six, and I am six and seven. So,
0: yes yeah what do we pick for tonight's games we both had the same we both had dolphins and packers i think i only need to win like one more week and i think it's clinched at this point man for the uh the championship it is definitely you need
1: one more win because it is now seven three and four
0: so I only so best you can do is tie at this yeah. point. You can only hope to tie heading into the playoffs, but we're going to keep it going for the playoffs, man. And honestly, it's a crapshoot. I, I I wish I could say that I just had miles more football knowledge than Jordan, but it's really just been luck. Um, all right, let's get into it, man. So we got a stinker on Thursday night. We're going to have the Chargers minus Justin Herbert traveling to Vegas to face the Raiders. I think the Raiders uh, <laughs> smell blood on the water, and I think they beat up on them pretty good. <laughs>
1: Beat up on him pretty good. We had a zero zero game in the fourth quarter yesterday, and the Raiders happened to be in it. I think which the Ra- means
0: that they're due for an offensive explosion.
1: I think the Raiders win, but I don't I think beat up on him might be a little
0: excessive when you've got Aiden O'Connell as your starting quarterback. It's a short week, man. I think they're going to bounce back. Minnesota, is, Minnesota was playing for their playoff life. I was really, I was driving yesterday, so I was kind of only able to just listen uh, to some NFL radio on the way down. I was really rooting for a zero-zero tie, just for the the chaos of it. Could have possibly been the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Uh, you going Raiders as well, though? Yeah. All right, big game. Uh, you know, a little bit of a loser leaves town match here. We got the seven and six Vikings. Hitting the seven and six Bengals in Cincy. I think the Bengals win, man. You know, poor Josh Dobbs, super likable dude, but, you know, tail as old as time. Backup QB comes in red hot for a couple weeks and comes crashing back down to Earth. And that's not a pun on him being a, you know, a space engineer or whatever it is. Um, I think the the Bengals kick some ass on this one, though.
1: Yeah, the the pastronaut experience is over.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Saying so Houston, we have a problem.
1: <laughs> in Minnesota, we've got a
0: problem. Crown control uh, to Major Tom.
1: Yeah, I'm going Bengals as well.
0: All right, another one. Two teams heading in different directions. Although the Colts did take a, a you know a tough loss yesterday, Oof. but still the arrow seems to be pointing up for them. They got the Steelers coming in, which Steelers have looked like the worst team in football the last few weeks. I think the Colts bounce back from their winning streak getting snapped. I think the Colts win.
1: Dude, the Steelers losing to Patriots was like almost end the season bad like that team couldn't score a point and then all of a sudden throws up 21 in the first half so i have zero faith in the steelers moving forward i'm going colts as well
0: he had trubisky just getting booed off the field every offensive possession (laughs) it was it was ugly
1: did you see online right after that game everybody was like mitch trubisky on fourth and two uncle rico i bet you i could throw a football (laughs) over that mountain (laughs)
0: yeah what was that call dude because you felt like if it went to overtime the Steelers are probably going to win right because the Steelers you know outside of Mitch Trubisky at QB they're still definitely the better football team over the uh the Patriots man uh yeah why not just do a handoff or some little you know short (laughs) pass to Deontay Johnson but no it's like screw we're gonna chuck it man uh yeah I don't know if that was the design play or if Trubisky just said screw it and tried to play some hero ball that was a just puzzling call on Thursday night that was great
1: you can throw
0: a football right. over that mountain. <laughs> dude, this is a gut check time, man. The Saturday oh, so those those first two I mentioned, those were Saturday games as well. We got three games on Saturday this week. So you got the Vikings and Bengals at noon on Saturday. Uh Steelers Colts 3:30 and then the uh the Broncos and Lions go down at nighttime. Uh Broncos traveling into Detroit, dude. Broncos, you know, probably the the hottest team in the league right now. Facing the Lions, dude, which at this point, I don't know what to make of them, man. Um, I think they bounce back from the loss, dude. If the, if the Lions had won against the Bears, I think I'd probably pick the Broncos. But I don't think they're going to lose too straight, man. I think they're going to strap it up, uh, be ready to go in prime time. They can't let their, their fans down, their home fans down again in a big game, right? Saturday night in Detroit, I think they find a way to make it happen.
1: I mean, they definitely could let their fans down again. Like they've been doing it for the last 35 years. So, right. I mean, they definitely could, but I I agree with you. I still think the Lions are a better team than Denver. Um, And if it honestly, if this was at Denver, I'd probably go Denver. So, both going on Lions? Yep.
0: All right. Now we're moving into Sunday. We got the 5 and 8 Jets. Going up against the 9-3, possibly uh, without Tyreek Hill, Dolphins down in Miami. Uh, you know, first off, dude, round of applause, pop some bottles for the Zach Wilson truthers out there. We had a big, big moment on Sunday. Oh Our boy throwing for 300 yards, two touchdowns. I got to run a conspiracy theory by you, man. I'm, You know, after seeing that just maestro of a performance in that second half, do you think maybe Robert – uh Sala do you think he drafted this guy and threw him behind this dog shit offensive line with horrible (laughs) offensive schemes for the first two years went and signed Aaron Rodgers made sure he got hurt let Zach Wilson come in and get benched again only to finally bring him back so that now he just fucking fears nothing and is ready to just go out there and face down anything and slay him like do you think this has all been just the long game to prepare Zach Wilson for this moment
1: I mean I hadn't until now, but now that you sell it so well, I mean I don't know how you could disagree with that. Like it's just all I think everything yeah. It's
0: just all everything came that's happened for a reason. Yeah, everything that's happened in the last two and a half years was done to get Zach Wilson ready and now he's ready to ascend to the, the throne of of uh, quarterback and like we knew he could. Also, uh, you know, perfect timing. Breaking news here on the pod. Tyree Kill is back in the game for the Dolphins. They put him back in. They put him back in. Wow. Very interesting. Titans about to do this one for the kids. Yikes. I think the Dolphins win, though, man. I, I love you, Zach. I do, man. I Nothing would make me happier, dude. You'd see one little gangster tear coming down my cheek if he went into Hard Rock on Sunday and, and beat the Dolphins and make it two straight, but... We've seen this too many times, dude. You get the you see the good Zach Wilson. That makes it just that much more likely that he goes something like six for twenty-one for 103 yards and like four turnovers on Sunday. So Dolphins win. I agree. There I just
1: there's no way we're getting two good Zach Wilson games in a row. Now now comes the downturn of Zach Wilson.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Texans, Titans in Nashville. I'm sure this is gonna be an awesome hard fought game, but I think the Texans end up pulling it out. They got that ass whooped, uh, surprisingly, by the, you know, the previously mentioned Zach Wilson led Jets. I do think the uh I think the Texans find a way to get it done though. But the the Titans, they're doing exactly what I said I wanted from them last week, man. Like just give us some uh give us some some hard fought losses, man. Keep pumping up that that draft stock while giving us stuff to be excited about for next season. So yeah, I think Texans win though dude i
1: i am all about the texans winning football games but cj stroud is in concussion protocol he took a pretty bad hit yesterday dude if he doesn't play oh god
0: titans are not a good team you want the titans are not the team you want to face if you got a scrambled melon either dude because one thing this team has always been about is being physical as hell like they will fucking hit you man um you know le- legally and illegally so i think that's the last uh team you want to go throw a, a iffy quarterback behind
1: i'm gonna go texans just because they have to win that game the titans are, play for the titans are doing exactly what they need to do play close games losing the end this is what they're supposed to be doing
0: yeah let's continue to figure out if if levis is going to be the real deal which it looks like so far yeah i think Titans just need to they just need to reload this offseason, man. Yeah, draft another good.
1: really good receiver and then trade him in two years
0: for nothing. Yeah, trade him to Philly. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the uh the good thing is, man, at first I thought that this was gonna be like a straight up. It was looking like it was gonna need to be a complete like tear down, like, you know, rip up the carpet, you know, burn out all the furniture, dude. But it's you know, the Titans have they've bounced back pretty good, man, from that first month. Still, you know, four and eight's nothing to be proud about or be happy about, but I, the way they're playing week to week's been pretty solid.
1: No, they should definitely be proud of where they're playing right now. Cause, I mean, dude, there was a point in this season where you're exactly right. It looked like they were gonna have to rip it down to the studs and rebuild the entire fucking franchise. So, they should not be upset at all right now.
0: Yeah, uh, up in Green Bay, man, the Battle of the Bay, Tampa Bay Bucks heading in to face the Packers. I think the Packers get it done, man. The Bucks. it's honestly mind-blowing how they're at six they've found a way to win six games they're just plucky they're definitely not a team you want to let hang around because you know baker's gonna sling it dude it's a chance he's gonna throw a pick but it's also a chance he's gonna make a big-ass throw in a big moment uh so don't let them hang around man because they can they can string together a drive at the end like we saw against the falcons yesterday but the packers are the much better team and they've been playing really well over the last five six weeks so i think the packers win yeah dude
1: the bucks are not good that, that is not a good football team. Like Baker is so inaccurate on sixty percent of his throws that you can just see the receivers getting pissed. Like Falcons did a really good job yesterday on Mike Evans, but the majority of it was Baker Mayfield couldn't hit him if he was standing wide open in the middle of the field for half the game. So he was
0: missing bad, dude. I mean, yeah. he was straight up airballing guys. Like
1: he's not. Yeah, I, he's not it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going Packers as well. I'm going Packers for
0: the fact that I do think they're going to win and also for the fact that I need them to win. So. All right. Another NFC South team in action. The Giants head down to the Superdome to face the Saints. I feel like the Saints win, but I would not, I I'm picking the Saints. It would not shock me one bit for the Giants to go in there and get the win though. They've also been playing pretty well over the last few weeks and the Saints uh, they're just like a C minus. Like so, they're consistent. They never – they the Saints never give you a game where you're like, shit, dude, maybe the Saints really are that good. Like they're just like straight up a C minus team, man, week in and week out. They play like a 6-7 team week in and week out.
1: Yeah, they're not good. A- at one point yesterday, Carr had thrown 20 passes and had 34 yards passing
0: like – Dude, what do you want to win? Put Jameis in, man. Dude, like,
1: okay, so everything that we all said this offseason about Carr being absolute dog shit and the Raiders had every reason to move on from him, this is exactly why we all said it because he is dog shit. He cannot read a defense, his throws have no juice on him at all. He looks like he's like 45 years old out there playing quarterback. He's bad. I would, I'd rather have Taysom Hill in than him, man. Well, he's hurt right now, so. But, there, yeah, but there's I mean, no be... way that you're in worse position playing either Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston.
0: Yeah, they're at least something. Carr is nothing. He's just a guy taking the snaps, man. He's fucking horrible. All right. Six and seven Falcons against the one and twelve Panthers. Uh you know, I think it's safe to say we're both picking Falcons on this. If Carolina somehow beat the Falcons, would that be enough for Arthur Blank to, to fire awful Arthur?
1: That better be enough for
0: him to walk out to midfield and
1: execute him after the game is over. (laughs) Dude, you can... The Panthers are god-awful. I saw, like, two minutes of that... Or the Panthers and Saints game yesterday.
0: Dude. Poor Bryce Young. I think he was something like 9 for 29 passing. He's not that bad at football. I think that's... At this point, I think it is more... Now, he is small. I don't know if he's going to be ultimately... Like, how successful he's going to be in the NFL. But he is not nearly as – he. there's just – he's not. We saw him do it at Alabama for years, man. He's not this bad at football. I think this team has just absolutely failed him. I mean, at what point do you just bench him for the rest of the season and let him start back over next – you know, hit the reset button and start again next year? Because I feel like they're actively doing harm to him by trotting him out there week after week right now. Dude, he has zero
1: confidence at this point. Like, you can see it when he steps on the field. He has no confidence. Who would?
0: Who? Brett Favre wouldn't have confidence now, playing behind that that offense.
1: I will say the Falcons are usually the cure to all your ills when you're playing like dog <laughs> shit.
0: So don't be surprised when Bryce
1: Young throws for 300 yards this weekend because it would be a Falcons thing to let it happen.
0: <laughs> will Levis did look like freaking prime Dan Marino, that first start against the yeah, Falcons, man. So, yeah, you may be on to something, but uh... –
1: <laughs> hey, the, yeah, G- I just the, live breaking news. The Giants just threw a flea flicker and it was like a forty it was gonna be a forty yard pass if we would have got it to the end zone. He threw it about a uh, fifteen yards short of the end zone, but somehow the Giants guy came back and caught it at the ten. Oh sorry. <laughs> the point of scrimmage was the thirty six, so he only needed to throw it about let's see where he throws it from. He throws it from the forty six and it gets to the twelve. So he threw a 34-yard pass on a flea flicker. That should have been a touchdown. That's the passing Pison, Tommy DeVito. (laughs) Did you see the picture of his agent in the fedora tonight? No. Oh, it's great. Looking like a mob boss. It's great.
0: Flip phone and everything. I love the... uh the picture of uh, Ray Liotta from Goodfellas. And it's like when Tommy was in a quarterback, <laughs> it's like we were all in a quarterback. <laughs> Tommy Cutlets. All right. We got the uh, five and eight bears heading into Cleveland to face the Browns. I, I think this should be an interesting game, but I think the Browns get the win. Flacco makes it too straight.
1: Yeah. If there's going to be a game where fields is going to struggle, it's going to be this one. Uh, playing on the road against that defense, like, I don't know, man. I just feel like Miles G- Miles Garrett is going to tee off this weekend.
0: Yeah, indeed. The other thing is, man, like I don't know if it's fields like awareness or if it's just something the Bears are going to him up. It seems like every week I see him getting his block rocked, man. Like he gets hit very, very hard every single week. So this could be a week where he actually gets knocked out of the game.
1: He holds the ball way too long. That is one major thing I've noticed about him is he just – he holds onto the ball so fucking long.
0: Yeah, trying to make something happen, looking for a run lane or, so yeah, you really see them just do like the safe check down. Yeah. All right, eight and five Chiefs heading up to New England to face the three and ten Patriots. I think the Chiefs get back on track, not in a big way. I think they do win, but I think it's another kind of like middling. Um, you know, I, I don't think we're going to see like an offensive explosion. I do, I do think they take care of business though up in uh, Foxboro. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs as well. I don't see any way they'll lose this game. 49ers against Cardinals. Jesus. Will will the 49ers have 30 points by halftime? I think they might, dude.
1: Yeah, this is gonna be a
0: steamrolling. I'm seeing. I'm. I'm. I'm thinking it's like 31 to three at halftime in this game. This is gonna be bad, really fast. Yeah, dude. The Bronco. Or the the 49ers are freaking.
1: Oh my god. Passing Payson touchdown.
0: Titans just caught a deep ball. It looks like they're calling it a fumble instead of an incomplete pass. Dude, you know what's one thing? So the the you know, it looks like I don't know if this is gonna be incomplete or a fumble. Dude, one thing that I feel like never ever works is when teams have like the close catch or something like that, and they do the hurry up to the line of scrimmage to try to snap it. I feel like that just makes the other team throw the challenge flag. More often, dude. I, I feel like the best thing you do is just play it cool. Like we fucking know that was a catch, man. Like no need to rush. You know what I mean?
1: Also, is there a cooler head coach than Mike McDaniel? He just like seems like the coolest dude ever.
0: Yeah, he'd be a lot of fun to play for. I'm
1: watching the replay now. Oh, that's definitely a catch and fumble. There's no way they're not calling that a catch and fumble.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a catch. Now let's make. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, and the Dolphins just batted it out of bounds. They were trying to they were trying to save it back in, but it went out. So sweet. All right. Uh, okay. So you're picking the Niners as well. I take it. Yeah. Washington Commanders heading out to L. A. to place play the Rams. I think the Rams win. Rams probably the best six and seven team in the league. Um, again, we say it every week, man. Sean McVay just hell of a coach, dude. If you're, I don't know if the Rams are in sell mode or what, but if you're a team that you know, if if you're the Chargers, man. Why not just say, hey, what do we got to do to get this guy, you know, move to the other side of the building? Imagine him with that ram or with that Chargers uh roster. Um Rams damn near beat the the Ravens yesterday, man. So I think they are rolling this one. And again, I just I've been really, really impressed with how the Rams have played. Really last season, too, man. I mean, the cupboard has been absolutely bare there for uh the last two seasons um since that Super Bowl win. But he's still uh you know, he's still making the most out of it every single week. Yeah. There's just
1: the, the Rams played about as well as you could have played yesterday and lost to a really good Ravens team. So, yeah, I'm not panicking at all after yesterday, but the Rams are still really good. So I'm going Rams as well.
0: Ten and three Cowboys heading into Buffalo to face the Bills. I think the Bills get it done, man. I think the Bills are – I think they grit their teeth, dude, and they, they find a way to keep it rolling, man. I, th- I think the run starts now, dude. I think they beat the Cowboys – Build out that momentum from winning against the Chiefs, man, and I think they're going to be full steam ahead by the time the playoffs kick off. Dude, the Cowboys, Buffalo's opening up as a two-and-a-half-point favorite this game. The Cowboys are
1: just playing so well right now, though. Cowboys
0: are good, too, man. Yeah, I mean, this, it's not going to be an easy game. I think it's going to be a dogfight. I'm going to go Cowboys. All right. Sunday night football this week. We got the Ravens and the Jags. Uh, I think Ravens win, man. Jags are Jags seem to be fading. Trevor Lawrence obviously less than one hundred percent. I think the Ravens get it done. I'm going Ravens
1: as well. I just think they're the better
0: team. And then on Monday night, Eagles and Seahawks out in Seattle. Seahawks probably playing for their playoff life, but I don't think it's going to be enough, man. I think the Eagles uh, get it right. I don't think the Eagles. I don't think we see the Eagles lose three straight games. I agree. The Eagles got to win this game. All right, let's go to million dollar bets. Uh uh uh-huh, yeah. Uh uh uh-huh, yeah. Jordan, how did we do last week? Um I went one
1: and one. I had the Texans minus six and a half, not great. Bengals Colts over 40 and a half hit. Um, so on the season, I am now 15 and 13 plus 250K. Seth went 2 and 0 last week with the Broncos mm. plus three and the Saints minus five. Seth <laughs> is now 17 and 11 on the season plus 275K.
0: Hot damn. I'm shitting gold these days, man. I'll yeah. go first. I am going to put 50K on the Eagles minus three and a half against the Seahawks. Okay. 50K.
1: All right. I am going to go. Got him between two games. Okay. I'll go Eagles Seahawks over 48 points on Monday night for 100K. Okay.
0: Okay. My second bet. I'm going to throw a little extra on it on honor of our boy Hawk. I am going to put 75K on the Colts to cover negative two and a half against the Steelers.
1: Seventy five K Colts minus two and a half.
0: Yep. Seventy five K. Okay. And yes. Titans just scored a touchdown. And then
1: I am gonna throw 50K on the Kansas City Chiefs minus nine and a half.
0: I just Wow. If there
1: was ever a week for them to show up, it's gonna be this week. Um it's a lot of points here. You bet
0: against Bailey Zappy, bro
1: yeah I'm aware I just I think they're going to be pissed off on Sunday dude I just I feel like all this shit that's happening right now I think they're going to be pissed on Sunday
0: All right Are you ready to the mailbag
1: Is that actually a catch in the Titans game?
0: I don't know it's a little bit iffy. We'll see. It's mm. close. They caught It's close and they called it a catch on the field. Oof. All right. Yep, ready to go to the mailbag. I feel like the catches, man, I feel like if it's close, you should give it to him, dude. When, I hate when they slow it down literally by millisecond by millisecond. You can always see like, the ball moving or something. You know? the, the ball is on the ground. That is not a catch. I think he had control of it, though. Oof. Let's see here. I mean, who even knows what a catch is nowadays anyways? No, well, he still hasn't caught it yet, and he's going to the ground. Oof. I don't think it moved. Let's see here.
1: That is no, it's oh, bullshit. Yeah, that, there's no way they were calling that a touchdown, dude. That ball was literally laying on the ground.
0: They uh, they reversed it, and Will Levis just gave a gentle thumbs down, like he was like, you know, like it was 1995 and the Beverly Brothers oh were coming out God. or something. Wow. I mean he like, he gave like he gave just like the most casual thumbs down to the ref you've ever seen. All right, let's hit the mailbag. Our buddy J Bone John Swallow says. Who is coach of the year and why is it Arthur Smith and Dennis Allen joking uh, for me coach of the year? I don't know, man. It's still a little bit too early to, to say, dude, I think, uh, like you said, I think Stefanski's got a good shot up in Cleveland. Um, I don't know. You go first, man. I'm still thinking on it. Who's your coach of the year?
1: As of right now, I would probably say it's Mike McDaniel just because of how good the dolphins have been this year. Um, and Dude, nobody had the Dolphins at 10-3. There's just there's no way anyone can convince me with that division, with the Bills in it, the Jets coming into the season with all their hype. There's no way anybody had the Dolphins being 10-3 at this point. So, based off that, I'm going to go Mike McDaniel.
0: Dude, I hate to say it. I think I got to give some play to Sean Payton, dude. As bad as the the broncos look last year like they have been playing really fucking good the last month of the season man so i think he's kind of my front runner right now but i think it's still totally up in the air man um you know you, you got the vikings and the browns who have overcome a ton of injuries man so i think you know if either one of those teams get in the playoffs they'll be in the mix for it but i think right now i'm going sean payton man all right and i trust me i, I hate i hate hearing that all right uh john swallow says Personal favorite running backs of all time. You want to do uh like top two or three favorite running backs ever. Yeah. You go uh, first. You can name one. I'll name one. I'm going to start with Ladainian Tomlinson.
1: dude. Just,
0: that's who I was going to say, man. That's why we're best friends, dude. Yeah. LT was just awesome, man. Like that, that run from like, you know, 2003 through like 2007. He was just freaking incredible. Yeah. It just, it was so much fun to
1: watch him play football and, when he was at the highest level, it was just, there was nobody
0: better. Um, I'll take one. So this is just not an all-time great. He's all-time really, really good, but I always loved Ward Dunn, man. I was a fan of him at Florida State with Charlie Ward back in the early 90s. Um, you know, he was there with the Tony Dungy Bucks when they switched to the the red and pewter jerseys and, you know, him and Mike Allstott were an awesome. One, two punch. Love playing with those guys on Madden. And then I was just jumping for joy when he finally signed with the Falcons, man. That was just the best dude. And him, uh, Michael Vick and TJ Duckett made uh, just an all time of a three headed Russian attack. So up there for me. Yep.
1: Um, I'm also going to Homer pick uh, it's years later, but Michael Turner for me was the burner. dude. Just yep. pure excitement. They got him and Matt Ryan, the same off season, they just they turned the franchise around, man. Never had back to back winning seasons. They rode Michael Turner and dude, he was just so much fun to watch. And it's really funny that I picked him because uh he was also on the same Chargers team as uh, LT with him, Darren Sproles, and LT all in the same roster, dude, which unreal. Probably the greatest running back room ever put together, man. And I don't think there's ever gonna be anything better. I mean, I don't know how you would I don't know how you would would say anybody
0: else at this point. Yeah, Michael the Burner Turner was awesome. So made so many big plays for the Falcons. He was so consistent. It's it's crazy that he just straight up fell off the face of the earth, man, after that uh after that 2012 season. You know, he literally he, dude he signed a five-year contract with the Falcons, played that five-year contract, was really I mean, he'd slow down a little bit, but he was still kind of top of his game, dude. 2012, he was still badass, and, you know, the Falcons, for whatever reason, decided that they they thought it was an upgrade to go get Steven Jackson um, that offseason, and you never heard anything from Michael Turner again. Yeah, it's, uh,
1: it's crazy, man. It just ended his career. I mean, it is what it is, but, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but so much fun to watch him play football, man.
0: All right, uh, Johnny JB says. Aren't you going to name off e-? any
1: others? I thought we said five. Okay,
0: okay, let's keep it going then. Uh, I will go with the other half of that Bucks backfield. I was talking about Mike Allstott, dude. Oh yeah, just a big old cornbread white boy out there just trucking people, man. The A trade. Uh, I always thought it was funny they always would list him at fullback so he can make the Pro Bowl, but he never played fullback. He was the freaking he was the tailback, man. Just a gigantic tailback uh, for the Bucks, just cracking heads there through the late nineties and early two thousands.
1: Everybody always wants to go, when you go with old running backs, everybody wants to go uh, um, Jim Brown or Earl Campbell. Dude, I think Eric Dickerson changed the way that position was played. Like, he was so far ahead of his time, the way he played the running back position. Um, I mean, it gave us guys like Marshall Falk, LT. They all uh, molded their game after the way he played. So I loved watching Eric Dickerson play football, dude. I was young, but, man, I, I, I just remember watching football Sundays and watching him just be absolutely electric every play. And, yeah, he was, he was awesome, man.
0: Still got the record for most rushing yards in the NFL season, man, Twenty one oh five back in 1984. At this point, the way offenses played, we might never see that one broken, man.
1: I mean, Chris Johnson got as close as anyone's ever going to get.
0: That was actually going to be my next pick, man, was Chris Johnson, dude. Kind of a little bit of a shooting star uh in the NFL, man. Like his run was really, what, maybe three, four seasons, and then he kind of just disappeared as well. But, dude, that two, 2008 and 2009, he was incredible.
1: Yeah, dude, he just – it might only have only been a two, three-year run, but he was riding the lightning for two or three years.
0: Yeah, he was awesome, man. And then – one more to close it out. I'll go Bo Jackson, dude. I still think he's an all-time what-if yeah. in sports. If he never would have had that hip injury, uh, dude was just an absolute freak of nature. Just go back and watch some Bo Jackson highlights in baseball or uh, football because just straight up one of the best athletes we've ever seen in American sports.
1: Barry Sanders would have been my last one, just behind the most garbage offensive line in the history of the NFL for him to do what he did. Now, Granted... The Lions have driven not one, but two all-time great players into retirement <laughs> just because of how bad they are with Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders. Like, yeah. Dude, it's
0: crazy. What a waste, man, that they had both those guys. And I don't think either one of them ever won a playoff. I think Barry won one playoff game, man. I don't think Calvin Johnson ever won a Calvin playoff Johnson game. Calvin Johnson never did. What I say? Alvin Johnson? No, oh, I think you said it right. Oh, I thought you were correcting me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you was correcting my name. Okay, got it. All right. Uh, sorry, this is my first time drinking in really like a week, man. We didn't even talk. What are you sipping on this week, man?
1: Um, I'm drinking two beers out of my BrewDog Advent calendar. Started off with a cold Kolsch. It was really good. And then right now I am drinking a Hazy Jane Guava. It's a Guava New England style New England style Hazy IPA.
0: I'm drinking, uh, you know. I'm in Texas, so I went and just got me a 12 pack of Lone Star. I can't remember if I've ever had Lone Star before. Good if deal. I have, it's been it's been a very long time, dude. I need to do a side by side taste test, man. I'm not convinced that this isn't just Budweiser in a different can, like Bud Heavy, man. Like it tastes exactly like Bud Heavy to me, dude. Um, so I don't know, man. Maybe when I maybe when I get back to uh, to Tennessee, I'll, if I got some of these left over, I'll bring them home, and do a little experiment, dude. I mean, are you? Are are you? Do you have enough? Uh, you know, memory of drinking Lone Star to give any analysis on that, dude? Mm -hmm. To me, it tastes like strikingly like Bud Heavy.
1: No, it's been a couple years since I've had it, um, but I I remember liking it. But then again, when you're in Texas, what else is there to do but sit in the house and drink? So,
0: (laughs) yeah, I mean, it's totally fine beer, dude. I'm not the biggest Budweiser fan. It'll definitely get the job done. Um, but yeah, I was just I was kind of taken aback when I first uh when I first took that sip of it. Um. Our friend Johnny JB says, do you see the Eagles start to unravel after this loss? They played terrible. I don't think they unravel. They got too good of a coaching staff. There's too much talent. They are 100% in a slump right now, right? Like these last couple games, there's been nothing fluky about them. They got their asses kicked, but I do think it's just a slump. And I think they're still, um, you know, right there with the Niners. And Cowboys is the favorite to come out of the NFC for the the Super Bowl this year.
1: Packers just went from like about the 15-yard line all the way back to a 45-yard field goal and missed it. So 21-13 Giants with 10 minutes left. Go, Pat, go. Um Yeah, the Eagles are going to be fine, dude. I think this says more about the two teams they played than it says about the Eagles themselves. I still think the Eagles are fine.
0: Um, the Niners and Cowboys are just absolutely on fire right now. Uh Sneed, one of the two bad chats from the Turnbuckle Tavern, says, Did you know... Brock Purdy was taken last in the NFL draft. He was nice little call back from, uh, from last week. Uh, David Brooks hit us with a handful. He says, does Joe Flacco make the Browns contenders or pretenders? I don't, I'm not going to call him fide contenders yet, but he definitely, um, definitely. They're a lot more close to being contenders than they were this time last week, man. Uh, Flacco's battle-tested, right? He's got, like, the Eli Manning thing that, you know, regardless of how they do in the regular season, like, you know, like, he's got nerves of steel, got the ice water in his veins. He's not going to choke come playoff time. If he if he comes up short, it's just going to be because they came up short. It's not going to be because this dude got nervous and couldn't handle the pressure. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, if they can keep him healthy, keep him upright, which the Browns haven't been able to do very well with quarterbacks so far this year. But if they can keep him healthy till playoff time, I definitely think he makes them much more of a threat. Yeah. Like
1: I said, they just need a little bit above-average quarterback play, and they're going to be right in it at the end. Um, And Dude, the AFC is wide open, man. I don't know if you just said that exact same thing, but it is, dude. Like, could I see the Browns beating the Ravens? Absolutely. Could I see the Browns beating the Dolphins? Absolutely. Like, dude, the AFC is wide open right now. I think the NFC is way more... I think the NFC has probably the th- the three best teams. If you were asking me today, who I thought the three best teams were, I think it's the three NFC teams. Um, but yeah, it, anything could happen.
0: I think the Ravens fall in there somewhere. With They're close. Things.
1: They're close. Yeah,
0: I, but I, I do. I think it's those three NFC teams and the Ravens. I think that's the class of the league right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> David Brooks says, name five random Tennessee Oilers. So I think I got this, dude. You got Steve McNair. Eddie George, um, Blaine Bishop, Frank Wycheck, and I need one more, dude. Who else was on defense when they were the Tennessee Oilers? I'm going to take a guess and say Kevin Dyson. I'm going to Google it real quick. Do you, do you think Kevin Dyson was on the uh, the Oilers, or do you think he didn't show up <sighs> till they were the Titans? Oof, that's going to be close, but could be. Yeah, his Kevin Dyson was drafted in 1998. So his rookie year was the uh the Tennessee Oilers man. So shout out to me. That's not I got to give credit to my dad on that one. He's been the long time Titans Oilers fan. I kind of just you know, you know, as we mentioned earlier this season kind of casually adopted in the last few uh last few seasons. As speaking of which, the Titans defense just held man and the the Dolphins are going to have to kick a field goal now with about 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter. We're going to be tied 13 all down in Miami. Crazy. All right, next question. Uh, we already talked about this one. He had asked, are the Chiefs crybabies? Yes. Uh, Zach Hertzler says, is Al Bundy the greatest football player in history? I mean, I don't know, I don't know anybody else. He scored four touchdowns against Polk High. How about you? I do not. Got to be him or Booby Miles, one of the two. <laughs> is Derek Carr the worst starting quarterback right now?
1: He's not the worst starting quarterback, but he's the worst starting quarterback for as much money as he gets paid.
0: Yeah, taken into account, I mean, I think – Bryce Young's probably the worst starting quarterback, and that's probably both you know objectively and just taking into account the amount they invested into him. As far as veterans go, I think Carr's the worst, man, because you could have – there's any number of guys – I mean, you could have got Flacco, dude, for to give you – obviously, Flacco was great last week. We don't know how he'd hold up over the season, but I'm willing to bet if the Saints just would have signed Joe Flacco for – you know, I'm sure. I don't know what he's making, but I'm sure it's not a ton. Whatever they, whatever they, uh, you know, sign him this off season, I think he'd give you exactly what you're getting for this big money deal. You gave Derek Carr. Yeah, I agree. And then uh, Mike Rivera, last question. He says the hard knocks in season curse is real. Miami's lost about four players since its debut, including the ones that got hurt tonight. Are you a believer in the uh, the hard knocks in season curse? <laughs> i
1: no, I, I think the hard who, who was
0: the team for Hard Knocks in season last year, Arizona. Oh shit, dude. Maybe he is onto something then, dude. Yeah. Tyler went down last year. Wasn't good, that's for sure. We'll see if Tua finishes this game, man. If Tua finishes this game, then uh we'll say no curse, man. That'll that'll determine it. Sounds great. <laughs> all right, dude. So we're leaving. Uh we got dolphins, titans 13 all, man. I still think the Titans are gonna find a way to eat this one out. What's your uh, what's your pick on this one?
1: I think the Dolphins
0: win. Tyree coming back changed the game. Yeah, he's playing. He's looking good too. What about uh, Packers Giants?
1: Uh, our Packers pick is looking uh, rather bleak right now. Um, there's nine oh eight to go. The Packers just got the ball back, down eight points. Not looking great.
0: All right, hit us with some closing thoughts, and we will get out of here for Week fourteen. Of the goal line uh,
1: thanks again for continuing to support us and continue to listen i know i always give you guys shit about it. i hope your teams lose which i do hope your teams lose because i want you guys to feel a little bit of the pain i feel every week um uh, but man hope well, you guys yeah. have a great weekend and get your christmas shopping done